0: Morning. Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> um, my name, as we were told, is Villa Villarreal. And a little background, I'm a cradle Episcopalian. With several lapses, I've been active in the parishes wherever I have lived, Augusta, Georgia, Columbia, South Carolina, and Washington, D.C., St. Augustine's in Southwest, and here. Our family has been at St. Columbus since 1978, but this story begins earlier in 1963. I was 27. I came to D.C. from Columbia, South Carolina in early 1963, which is, could be ancient history for many of you. And it was before the Civil Rights Act, also probably before cell phones. Anyway, that's where we were. It was a job at the Voice of America. In addition to the lure of the job and the pay, I was very much in love with a young man I will call Paul, who I knew from Columbia. He was an Air Force pilot stationed at Wright Patterson Air Force Base in Dayton, Ohio, a lot closer than Columbia. It was a somewhat difficult move, and I knew virtually nobody. The group of girls with whom I lived temporarily were my only acquaintances. I had made no church decision yet. In early April, Holy Week, I received a telephone call from a member of Paul's family telling me that he was dead, a suicide. He had left the base, driven his car to a bridge over a ravine, a deep river at the bottom, climbed the rail and jumped or dived to his death. His family wanted me to come down for the funeral I was certainly in denial and didn't know where to turn, so I telephoned one of the clergy at my church in Colombia. I don't want to come down, I told him. You have to come, he told me. You must know that he is dead. I was blessed with some very close friends in Colombia who also insisted I come and offered a place to stay and their support. But I had not been in my job very long, long enough to qualify for any time off. However, the people in the office, hardly knowing me but wanting to help, said, just leave early Friday afternoon, don't sign out, be back Monday. So I left DC on good Friday afternoon and boarded a plane for Columbia. You know that secondary cities usually don't have direct flights anywhere, just if you want to go anywhere. It's through Atlanta or through Charlotte, depending on the airline. It was Charlotte. I arrived early in the evening and discovered that the air traffic was holiday weekend busy. My connecting flight had not left Cincinnati and the wait would be a few hours. My fragile composure was just about shattered as I took a seat in the crowded transfer lounge. A very attractive African American woman, a bit older than I, sat down next to me. We exchanged hellos and found that we were both headed for Columbia. Sighing together, we started reading our books. Then we began to chat, destinations, purpose of the trip, etc. Soon, and I, I don't know why, I was telling her all about Paul's death. She listened, and here we are, total strangers, and it's 1963, and she's black and I'm white, but she listened, and I spilled some of my grief, maybe even a lot, I don't remember. We never exchanged names, although I knew that she was from D.C. Finally, our plane arrived, and we boarded for a 40-minute flight to Columbia, assigned to different seats. Upon our arrival in Columbia, my friends met me, and she was met by hers, and I never saw her again. The following morning, I attended Paul's funeral and burial with my hysteria gone, thanks to the previous evening's conversation. I believe in angels.